everybody. Thanks again for tuning into my podcast. I am really excited to get started because we are going to be talking about never having a bad date ever again. (laughs) Yes, it's possible and I will tell you how. But first, I wanted to share a review that somebody left me. Her name is Marie and she's from Switzerland and she wrote, Really enjoyed listening to Amber's podcast. She has so much valuable insight on how to connect with other men better, i.e. without losing yourself and, most importantly, self-worth in the midst of it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us, Amber. Thank you, Marie, (laughs) for sharing your review with us. (laughs) Seriously, guys, it makes such a huge difference when people leave reviews because it makes my podcast way more searchable in the iTunes store. Plus, I just really like to hear it and it keeps me really motivated and excited that the things that I'm doing in my spare time to teach you about dating and confidence are actually helping you and I just love hearing that. So if you do have time, you can do it from your phone. Please do leave me a review on iTunes and if you have really little time, just leave me a little five-star rating. You just have to click the star and then, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. So, without further ado, let's talk about never having a bad date ever again. (laughs) So, many women that I talk to hate dating. And they tell me that. They say, literally, I hate dating. And I just want you to think about how that mindset affects your overall confidence and your... I guess, for lack of a better way of saying it, level of attractiveness to the guys that you're actually interested in. Nobody wants to feel like they are saving you from being single. Okay, that's really important. (laughs) Guys don't want to feel like they are rescuing you from your shitty single life of horrible dates and sadness. (laughs) And that's why it's really important to learn to love the process of dating. Because when you do meet a guy that you like, you want to be in the position of him needing to convince you to leave your awesome single life to have a committed relationship with him. Okay? So... That should motivate you (laughs) to listen to the rest of this podcast. So um, recently somebody told me that they hated dating. And I thought that was really interesting because when I was just getting started with dating, I also hated it for years, actually. And the only reason I was putting myself through that misery was because I wanted to be saved from it by a relationship with somebody that I really liked. I later learned that that was a really horrible strategy, um, and I actually learned how to enjoy dating more. And honestly, the reason why I hated dating was because, first of all, I would have a lot of first dates and, like, no second dates, and that's not by my own choice. Like, the guys would not call me after the first date most of the time, and the guys that would call me, I didn't really like them. And there wasn't really a connection, so I wasn't even sure, like, why they were following up. And I just felt really confused all the time and constantly worried about him texting back. And, like, 
I just always felt really stressed out about everything. So the way I see it, the way I look at it, when I go on a date, either I'm going to meet somebody and there's going to be a spark and that's going to lead to some romantic adventure of sorts, aka a good date, or I will learn something, like if I'm actually not interested in them and we don't really hit it off in that way, I'm still going to meet a new person who has lived on earth and has a story to tell and I'm going to learn from them and I will be more interesting just having known them and come into contact with them and heard about their life experience and their lessons learned and passions and all of that good stuff. Or I have a really funny date and afterwards I'll just call my best friend and tell her how weird this guy was that I just went on a date with. (laughs) So those are my three options. Either, yay, we connected, there is a spark, romantic interest blossoms. B, I meet somebody and I'm not interested in them romantically or they're not interested in me romantically and I still met somebody new and everybody is interesting because they've lived on earth which is a really interesting place to live so I think that I become more interesting just by knowing them or C it goes really horrible but it's only like 30 minutes to an hour like if a date is going really bad it's not like you're going to be on that date for five hours if you are stuck on dates for five hours you need to check out my last episode which was about the top seven best dates to go on, and those are all dates that you can go on with an easy escape route. (laughs) So um, if I'm having a really bad date, okay, like looking, maybe in the moment it's going to suck, but later it's going to be really funny when I just call my friend and we laugh about it, or maybe not immediately after, but a few weeks after we're going to laugh about this. So I don't see myself losing (laughs) in any of those situations. So that's one reason why you might not be enjoying the dating part is because you actually are worried about having bad dates or you really feel resistant to bad dates and you're wanting to avoid dating because maybe you've gone on a few really bad dates and now you don't want to repeat that. Or another reason that you could not enjoy dating is because you're just not comfortable with it. Like, it's kind of awkward, you don't really feel like yourself yet, and on one hand, that is a part of it, and the only way that we get more comfortable with people is by spending more time with them. Mostly when we just meet somebody, whether it's a friend or a romantic interest, it's going to take time until you feel really comfortable with somebody, so that is a part of it. But another part is just getting more comfortable going on dates, and the only way that you can do that is to go on more dates. Like the same way you may not feel really comfortable doing job interviews at first and the first few you're really nervous and you hate it, but after a while you get more comfortable, you start to understand the types of questions that they're going to ask you, you can prepare for it better, your nerves are settled and it's still like a little bit uncomfortable and nerve wracking, but not like the first few times. And the same thing goes for dating. To get more comfortable going on dates and having those first date conversations and learning how to flirt and all of that stuff, you really just have to put yourself out there more and practice it more. 
So there's a few things that you can do to set yourself up for success and make dating more enjoyable. Like I said, having a no-lose mindset where either you learn something or you're interested in them or you have a funny date. The second thing you can do is make sure that you actually go on a date that isn't like setting you up for a really awkward hour with a stranger. Like, for example, going on a dinner date where it basically feels like you're having an interview because you're sitting across from each other and you're just like stuffing food in your face. (laughs) And if you want more ideas on that, do check out the last podcast that I put up right before this one. And another thing that you can do to set yourself up for success is to learn to ask better questions. What that means is when you're on the date, don't just stay on really surface level conversation like, what does he do? How old is he? How many kids does he have? Where did he study? Where did he grow up? Because these are all fact-based questions and there's nothing wrong with them and they're obviously going to be a part of getting to know somebody. But we also want to ask questions that reveal motives and values and personality traits instead of just the facts. So for example, I might ask somebody, oh, so what do you do? And he could say, like my boyfriend, I'm a software engineer. And then I could ask him, like, oh, what got you into that? And so, for example, for my boyfriend, he has been programming since he was in high school. And that gives us a much better chance for success (laughs) in terms of having more things to talk about and really getting to know each other on a deeper level instead of just scratching the surface of the exterior of his life. A few other questions that you could ask him are, for example... So what are you working on right now in terms of personal development or professional development? That is something that I would ask on a first date because that's really important to me and any guy that I'm dating over the long term is I'm really into obviously like this self-help, psychology, self-improvement, growth, spiritual growth, like all of that stuff is really important to me and also I'm just really interested in it. And it's important for me to have somebody that shares that same value. And so that might be something that I ask on the first date. Or you could just ask, what's your favorite thing in the world right now? Or what are you really excited about? Or who are you closest to in your life? Like who's your best friend? Or who do you have the most deep relationship with in your life? And if you do get comfortable with one another, you can even ask deeper questions like, if you could change anything about the way that you were raised, what would it be and why? And of course, like right now, it sounds like I'm kind of just like reading off questions because I am. <laughs> but of course, it would you would do it in a more natural way. Like, okay, let me just check my paper of lists of questions that I'm going to ask you. You just like bring it up naturally in conversation, but the focus is to ask questions that highlight his values, his opinions, and his motives and personality traits rather than just the facts. And that will make your dates a lot more interesting and you'll learn a lot from them even if you don't end up having the desired outcome of a boyfriend or husband or whatever you're looking for when you're going on these dates. And by the way, if you're interested in learning more about these kinds of questions and how to ask better questions, I actually really recommend this New York Times article called 
30 something questions to fall in love. Um, if you Google it, you'll find it really easily. And basically it's a list of really great questions that are exactly like that, like revealing values, motives, and opinions instead of just facts. So that would be a really great reference. Now, I also want you to notice that with some of those questions, they're polarizing, meaning some people could actually have a negative reaction to them. So if I asked like 10 guys, like I went on 10 dates with 10 different guys and I asked them all the question, so what are you working on right now in terms of personal or professional development? Like a good portion of those guys could be really turned off by that question because it sounds kind of like an interview question. But the guys that I would be interested in and the guys that share my same value and actually get excited by that stuff would think that's the best question that I could have ever asked them. And so part of enjoying yourself more on dates is being willing to polarize people and being willing for it to not work out and to just express your values through questions and through your answers without apologies and not trying to get him to like you and rather trying to figure out if you are a good match. And another way that that shows up and another reason why I hated dating so much for a really long time and actually the main reason probably why I didn't get a lot of callbacks after the first date was because I never shared my opinion and I would always try to be really agreeable and I didn't want to create any friction and I didn't want to disagree or share my opinion or ask a risky question or anything like that. So in short, I was really boring. <laughs> and when you're hiding yourself in that way or people pleasing or trying to adapt to whoever you're on a date with that Friday, you end up losing what's unique about you and what actually would make you attractive to the person who is a good fit for you. The goal on a first date is not to make him like you. The goal on a first date is to figure out if you're a good fit for a second date, I should add. <laughs> not for if he's going to be a good fit for your husband and to have kids with. The only thing that you're trying to figure out on the first date is should we go on a second date? That's your only mission. <laughs> and that also re relieves a lot of the pressure of first dates is you're not trying to figure out if this is going to be the guy that you could be in a relationship with, introduce to your parents, go get married and have babies. None of that. You're just figuring out, is this guy fun enough company for me to want to spend another hour with him next week? <laughs> That's all you're figuring out. And if you approach it with that mindset, like, first of all, I don't lose when I go on dates. Like, I'm always going to have a good experience because that's how I choose to view these experiences. And you have more interesting conversations. And so you actually enjoy your time with this stranger. And the only thing that you're trying to do is figure out if you guys are a good fit or if you had f enough of a good time for a second date. That altogether is going to make you much more attractive to the guys that you're trying to attract because you're not desperate, you're not needy, you're having fun, you're having a great conversation, you're connecting and all of that together just makes you feel much more confident and therefore you become much more desirable to other confident men that you actually are attracted to. 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions that you would like me to answer on future podcasts, you can find me on Instagram. It's just my first and last name. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Or you can find me on Facebook and you can message me on either of those social media platforms and ask me any questions that you want. And I really appreciate you listening today and have an awesome day. Thank you. Bye.